everyone. We are now beginning and starting a new series entitled Growing in God. And what is the goal of every Christian? They want to grow in God. We want to keep growing and not remain stagnant. We don't want to remain the same way. I, I know that somebody told me years ago, he says you can be a 30-year-old Christian and still have the maturity of a two-year-old Christian. Or you can be a two-year-old Christian and have the maturity of a 30-year-old Christian. It really depends on us. So I believe that the reason we're doing this is we all want to grow in God. You're listening to this because you want to make sure that you're not in the same level you were in last year or last week in God. So in the next few weeks, I'll be sharing some very practical ways how you can grow your relationship with God. I was reminded of the verse, seek him first and his righteousness, and everything else will be added to us as well. We know that verse, a lot of people memorize that verse, but for some reason, we don't put God first. Sometimes it's because of our work. Sometimes we are so busy with our families, concerns in life, even recreation, that we begin to forget God or put him first. So what does it really mean to know God? I believe that in order for us to really know him, we have to seek him first. You know, I saw a sign that says, stop, look, and listen. Stop. Sometimes I have to tell myself this, self, this every day, every morning, Jay, stop. Stop for a while. Stop where you, what you're doing. Be still. And because of the world is so fast, there's so many things to be done. It takes so much effort just to stop just to be still. Sometimes in our very hectic lives, we need to stop for a while, and the next step is to look around. Look at your situation. Look at where you are really at. And you begin to listen to what God is saying to us. We have to learn how to listen. Stop, look, and listen. Our big idea for today is this. Prayer is the key to entering into God's presence. Prayer is the key to growing in God. You want to grow in God? Starts with prayer. I've asked many parents, you know, when you ask a, somebody, they say, what do you want for your children? What do you want to teach your children? Everybody would say, you know, I want to teach them this and that. But one thing they always prioritize, they would answer is, I want my child to have the fear of the Lord. Have you heard that one? Have you heard somebody tell you, I want my children to have the fear of God in them? What they're really trying to say is this. They want their child to know God and obey God. There's no other way to know God or have the fear of God apart from knowing his word. I'm going to repeat that. If you don't know his word, it's more, li more likely you probably can't really know God. The Bible is God's word. Developing a healthy relationship with him through prayer is the key to knowing God. My first point, prayer is a sign of a healthy relationship with God. This then is how you should pray. This is how Jesus taught us to pray. He says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. See, the word our Father is a term of endearment. It signifies a relationship between a son or a daughter to a father. It's a relational term that tells us who and what a father is like. Father is somebody who cares, who loves you, 
who provides for you, someone who gives you time and attention, somebody who will protect you. Abba is the defining term for father in the Aramaic language spoken by Jesus and Paul as an intimate term of, to characterize their personal relationship with God. And he, this is Jesus referring to Jesus, said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Take this cup away from me, nevertheless, not what I will, but your will be done. Another verse, it says, for you, for you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. And because you are sons, God has sent for the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father, in Galatians 4, 6. To some of us, we're blessed to have good earthly fathers. But to some, our earthly fathers were either not present or aren't the father God intended them to be. Remember, our earthly father is a loving and perfect father. No earthly fathers are perfect, just as you are not perfect yourself. That is why we need Papa God in our lives, because he is holy and perfect, ever present, ever loving. But to some of you, as you get to know God, he is the father that will fill the void that your earthly fathers couldn't fill. fill. He's the father that will love you unconditionally, he is the Father that will take care of you as you continue to know Him and seek Him. You're not an accident. He knows what He's doing. No matter how the world has hurt you, your Father in heaven can restore you. When the enemy has stolen from you, He gives it back a hundredfold when you continue to seek Him first. He goes on to say, Our Father, hallowed be thy name. What does that mean? Hallowed means or hallow means to keep holy and set apart. We ask that his name be kept holy among us and in our lives. In this petition, we ask God to let all we think, all we say, and everything that we do bring glory and honor to his holy name. We ask that so that we will live in such a way that we will not dishonor his name. It brings glory to God when we say hallow his name, when we humbly believe his word, when we acknowledge our sinfulness and trust in His Son, Jesus Christ, since God is holy, we too shall strive to be holy. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. The Lord of hosts, him, him you shall hallow. Let Him be your fear and let Him be your dread. That was in Isaiah. The prophet Isaiah emphasized that when we pray and hallow His name, it shall be a prayer that reveres God with fear and trembling and dread because we know that he is our father, but at the same time, he is the God of the universe, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. My second point, which I love this, listen to this. Prayer in secret is a sign of a personal relationship with God. You know, I've been a Christian for a while now, and I noticed that those who pray in secret, truly have a relationship with God. And that's exactly what he said. He said, and when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have, re they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. 
then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Why was God telling us that when we pray, we should do it in secret? Why in secret? Why is it when no one's around? You know why? Because he knows that who you really are is what you do in your private life when no one's looking. Who you really are is when you're alone by yourself. There's no one else to please. There's no one else to show off or to prove anything to the world except to one person, God. This is truly a sign of faith, a sign that you believe that he exists. When you're just there in the, in the privacy of your own room and you start to talk to God and you acknowledge him and say, God, I believe that you exist. I believe that you are here. I don't care what the world thinks. I don't care what the world says. It's you and me, God. I know you. It's a personal relationship, an acknowledgement that he is present. God, you're present here in this room. I may be the only one in this room, but I know you're here. I know you're listening to me. It's a sign of having a true personal relationship in God. You know, it's so easy to show people, you know, you know, things of kindness, show people that you go to church. But is it possible you go to church or read your Bible and serve in church, but not have a relationship with God? Of course, even the Pharisees were such. They were just religious people going through the motion of religion. Religious, they don't just do the do's and the don'ts. Even Christianity can be a religion apart from a personal relationship with God. That is why we know we kind of teach parents not to teach and train their children just to be religious. You know, some parents or some people will just say, go to church, log in every Sunday, or read your Bible. Instead, don't just tell them to go to church, teach them how to go to God. Don't just teach them how to read the Bible, teach them how to meditate on the Word. Do you pray for the sake of praying? Do you pray to the air God? That's what I call it. It used to be like that. I just babble words, but I'm not really talking to God. I just go through the motion of praying. You just pray to the air God because that's possible. It can just be a habit of repeating words, but not really thinking and connecting with God. See, Jesus knew that praying in secret, when the doors are closed, he knows that this is true prayer. He knows us so well that he's telling us that if you don't do don't pray in secret. You aren't really praying to me. Praying in secret is a true sign of relationship with God. My third point, prayer is a sign of really wanting to know God. I always say that prayer is not just a memorized verse. Prayer is not just mumbling words. Prayer is just conversing with God, talking to God on a day-to-day. -day. You wake up each morning and I said, God, good morning. God, thank you for today. You know, I deliberately, this is my tip for you, I deliberately and, you know, discipline myself to make sure that my first 20, 30 minutes of the day, I offer it to God. I wake up, I know I'm busy, I know that there's so many things to be done, there's family, there are concerns, but I stop, I look, and I listen. And I said, God, before anything else, I'll listen to you first. What do you have to say to me? Tell me, I want to hear. And then I quiet my soul and I just listen. Even Paul said that. He said, I want to know you, Jesus. 
to know the power of your resurrection and participation in your suffering, becoming like you in your death. There's a saying, salvation is a gift, but intimacy is a choice. I know that you want to have an intimate relationship with God. That's why you're even listening to this, listening to me, because you are seeking God. You know, when you seek God, you, you will find God. Because you guys watching, I know you really want to know him. When you, find, when you seek him, he will reveal himself to you. Right now, God is hearing the cries of your heart. He's hearing all your prayers. God knows what you're going through, my friends. He heard all your prayers even last year, even the prayers that you've forgotten already. God is hearing all your prayers. Not a single prayer is left unanswered. He knows exactly what you need, what you want, what you're struggling with. Prayer, prayer and talking to God will, will give you, make you grow and mature in Christ. Talk to God. He's here. It's a sign of your faith in God. My point, my next point is effective prayer is listening more and talking less. How many of you here watching are talkers? I know some of you are good listeners or good talkers rather, but you know, I, I have to learn how to talk. I, I mean, listen, how to listen because I talk so much sometimes. And my kids would tell me, Dad, stop talking. <laughs> I have to learn how to listen more. And even with God, I've learned how to quiet my soul, stop the world, stop listening to the world, and choose who to listen to. And I said, God, I choose to listen to you. In any form of communication, I believe we should listen more than we speak. Maybe that's the reason why we have two ears and one mouth. The Bible says, be quick to listen and slow to speak. God himself is the example of someone who listens more than he talks. Do you know that God listens to you all the time? And this is the evidence that we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. He hears us. God is a listening God. And we too have learned, we have to learn how to listen and quiet the world, shut the world down. Faith on the other hand, comes by hearing or listening, hearing by the word of God. How do you, you want to have more faith? You want to grow in spirit, in stature? You want to grow in your relationship with God? You have to listen more. Did you hear God this morning when you wake up? What's he saying to you lately? What verse in the Bible resonates with you these days? Are you listening? Do you have a problem hearing his voice? Do you know that most of the time when he speaks, he speaks through his word? Do you know that the word enough is enough for you to hear him? He speaks to you through people, through situations, through nature, through godly men and women, but primarily through his word. Do you read the Bible enough for you to hear him? Do you know that the enemy's way to stop you from listening to God is by making you busy? We can't make you sin, it'll make you busy. You may not necessarily be doing the wrong things, but he'll make you so busy, you don't have time to meditate on the word. What can you do to improve your communication with God through prayer? Is your relationship with God a, prior, a priority to you? You make time for the things you value the most. I can tell you all these things to get closer to God, folks. But let me just say, unless you value this, unless you know this is important, unless it's important to you, 
these are just all rules that I'm let, telling you right now, set of do's and don'ts. But I want to encourage you. If you really want to grow in your relationship with God, talk to him. Listen to him. Pray. Ask God to help you in your situation. He loves you. He's always listening to you. He's there waiting for you right now. He wants you to grow in your relationship with him. And folks, it starts with prayer. <laughs>